Body, Mind, Spirit Radio, offering quality live programming with holistic, spiritual, psychic, and metaphysical hosts. Welcome to Sacred Sexuality with Leslie Blackburn. Straight talk, enthusiastic support, and heartfelt encouragement for you to open up to your sacred sexuality. And now your host, Leslie Blackburn. Mm, yay, my love, thank you. Ah, and as we settle in on this fine morning, I'm really honored and excited to be hosting once again this exploration of what is sacred, intentional, spiritual, can't be separated from the physical, sexual, sometimes raw, gritty, emotional places of our humanness. And that path is one of sacred sexuality. We explore here deepening into meditations, discussions, awareness, education on facets of our sexuality, consciousness that often we don't feel safe to explore. And here is a safe place for that, to speak and be who we are and bring sexuality out of the shadows and out of the hidden away so that we can claim our vibrancy, our life, and connect with our soul purpose. To me, that is the essence of this path. It's not just about sexuality in the bedroom, although it is about that too. It's about being and feeling really alive and authentic and having enough space in our bodies to be the vessel of who we are in the world and what our work is in the world, our sole purpose. So as we go today, once again, we're going to begin with a little bit of settling in and listening checking in with what is it like to be in this body vessel so let's do that in this moment invite yourself to have a breath ah, to notice and feel what it's like to be here in this body vessel in this beautiful exquisite sacred container that you uh, get to be, get to have in this lifetime. Acknowledging ourselves as light beings, as energetic beings, that gets to be in a gift of a body and how exquisite that is. Acknowledging this gift of body. Take a moment to notice it. Can you invite your energetics to notice, to drop your awareness more rearward, more downward? So often in our day, we're in forward, upward mode. As we move through the day, as we go off to work or to school or to other functions, we're driving, we're moving along the planet. It takes a lot of forward, upward energy. What's it like to drop back and down? Can you give yourself permission to notice your pelvis, your pelvic bowl? Feel your pelvic bowl and your pelvic floor in relationship to the earth through wherever you're seated or standing or lying. Notice the connection. Exhale with a little sound. (sighs) Make any adjustments you need to feel support. You need to feel connection to earth. And by earth, I mean really deep down into the soil. So noticing your roots from your body, from your pelvic floor, from your feet, allowing them down through the structures you're on. As you also notice your midline and let your, let your midline clarify and find some space and light as you drop down into acknowledging your roots, spiraling down in through the floor and the structures and the foundations of wherever you are and into the soil of the earth. You always have that available under you, no matter where you are. And then a breath of gratitude for slowing down, for noticing, for feeling the way your body is relating right now with the earth. 
And with that breath of gratitude, gently widen your awareness to feel out to the edges of your skin. And then out beyond the edges of your skin, opening your eyes, feeling back into the space of the relational space, the place in way, the way in which we interact with each other, with the things around us, with the planet, with nature, with trees, with animals. And just be grateful. Wow. Like as one of my shamanic teachers says, we can only grow when we're incarnate. So to be in this like exquisite gift of a body really is that. It is a gift. Even when we feel frustrated or uncomfortable or we feel like parts aren't good enough or we want to change them, I invite starting to bring awareness of the body as a guide, as an incredibly wise organism that we get to be a part of but it's not the only thing that defines us as energetic beings. And that through that path of listening to the body, we actually have the wisdom of the universe right there, like literally at our fingertips, so that we can begin to acknowledge the wisdom of the body, listen really deeply, and align with our soul purpose. And through that, it's a to me it's a path of pleasure it's a it's a path of um listening and following where is joy but in a authentic hmm, path of clarity to purpose way right so that doesn't mean there isn't discomfort it doesn't mean there isn't often even pain it's how can we distinguish the difference between leaning into discomfort or building resilience in our body as our capacity to be who we are strengthens and notice when what's really happening is resistance or woundedness that says, no, you can't do it that way or old stories that hang on and we kind of identify with them. And it's like, we can't give them up even though they're uncomfortable and painful instead of actually processing and being with and maybe inviting them to go a different way. There's a way in which we will often blow them through other people, blow old old traumatic events or old ways in which we were treated end up actually manifesting once again through our experience and our patterns. And that's some of the tricky stuff to see and some of the most critical and important because it's really how we change the world. It's how we we change the world as we change ourselves, as we remember who we are and claim who we are. We're making a very specific, clear, dramatic impact to those around us and to the world and to the collective. And it really makes a difference. So the journey of sacred sexuality as a path of listening to your body, I invite is, is really focused on what's it like to deeply listen to the body as, as a guide, as a modality, as a, as wisdom to offer another way. Our bodies know so much. And often all we need to do is just slow down and listen, have a moment to actually acknowledge what's arising rather than what our head says should be. So as we have been on this journey of sacred sexuality through these radio shows now for years, this is really sweet. Um, What I'm noticing is the past several months have been awesome. I've had the wonderful opportunity to interview other beings and to have um, some new voices be heard, and I'm so grateful for those voices. And I encourage you to go back into the archives at leslieblackburn.com to um, listen to those and and glean the wisdom that these incredible beings have shared and have to offer and tap into their work in the world. And in addition to that, today we're going back to exploration of um, some sacred sexuality offerings that I have to share in this path. And when I was like talking to my daughter, actually a little bit about like, what should I talk about? Uh, She gave me the best advice of just like, what's alive in you, mom? Like, let's let that be there and let that be vulnerable. Like, what is it that's alive for you? And so I'm taking that to heart. And what I've, um, what I want to begin with in the first part of our, the exploration this morning is a little bit of some, some 
what is alive right now in my journey and how that relates into this path of sacred sexuality. And then we're also going to possibly touch into a story um, that I've had in recent workings with clients and what clients are noticing and experiencing as they explore this path and this work. And for starters for that, I'm going to say that sacred sexuality, listening to the body or listening to your body is really, um, it's the, it's the title of my book that I've been in 10 years, 10 years in the writing. And I'm really proud to say that I feel it finally ready for birthing. And in the next couple of months where I'm, I'm already been for months now, I've been in the editing process and that will be drawing to a close soon so that the bu- the book will be ready for publication this year is my intention. So I'm speaking that out into the world to make that be. And what I'm excited is that it, like, as I sit with what's alive, it really is, that is the weavings of all the pieces. So what is that book? It's an exploration of um, kind of three facets. It's got kind of three qualities to it. Um, It's a blend. It doesn't sit squarely in one box or one genre, which is not surprising at all because nothing I have found in my world tends to ever sit in one box or one genre. And that's just a part of the nature of being alive, in my opinion, or certainly my journey in this planet this time around. So celebrating that weirdness and celebrating the cross, the cross um, curiosities of what this book is. Uh, it's got three, I see sort of three major themes um, or styles to it. One is this, it is a lot of personal story. It's what's it like to have walked this planet in a body as an offering that, you know, now over 20 years of this journey of waking up to see that the world wasn't what I thought it was when I was living in a really bound up corporate heteronormative path that was very much about do, 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 go, 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 drive, achieve, um, and succeed according to somebody else's set of standards or measures that that path, while it was important, and actually I did really well in it in, in many aspects, um, it was, I recognized finally later how much of a crispy and dry existence I was living. Uh, I started to really feel like where, I, I have no happiness in, in what I'm doing. And, I, and as I kind of cracked open, which was super connected with pregnancy and birth of my daughter, that just helped me realize I had to let go of the reins and stop driving everything. And even my body experiences in those days, I was still very much, I had um, facets or threads of my body exploration. I was a swimmer. I was an endurance athlete. Um, and what I found, and, and certainly now as I reflect back, I see how all of that was actually just my, my analytical self or my thinking self just really running my, it's like my head running my body. And instead of like listening, what's authentically does my body have to say um, in that exploration of self? Uh, And that journey of listening to authentically what it has to say is what you'll see. And what what got clear in the writing of the book, so the writing of the book itself was its own meta experience of, um, of unpacking the stories, because to bring some of those out, to bring the... um, the stories forward, I had to feel and heal. Like I had to feel the experience of what it was and actually heal it to the point where it no longer felt so tender, no longer felt like lemon, lemon juice or salt being poured into a wound to, to recap or be with that experience. So the very process of the book coming forward was one of like, how can I heal and meet these areas in my body and love them and, and integrate them so that I'm bringing my whole self forward. And, and it's a continual journey. I don't think there's ever an end um, in my experience. Like, I see myself doing this work my whole life. I see myself doing the work of listening to my body, of waking up to various levels of awareness, including racial justice work, and including my, you know, my place in, in the lineage of my heritage and how that weaves into all of this. And, and so it's just this ongoing process. So what I got clear about was as I'm writing the book, like 
I had to draw the line in the sand somewhere. <laughs> so I did. And now that content uh, is, is like, like I said, being edited. So in that journey, though, the three parts, one of them is this journey of my story. And what Spirit got clear about, because at first I just wanted to write all the good things, you know, because in this path of sacred sexuality and Tantra, there's a lot of facets of ecstasy, of pleasure, of what's it like experience new possibilities and orgasms and new possibilities and ejaculations and really meeting the energetic bodies and, oh my gosh, having subtle body explorations that are totally new experiences from anything that I would have even been able to name or even be curious about 20 years ago because they just, I wouldn't have known the vocabulary for it. So the story part of this book, um, where I wanted to just sort of leap forward to the like, yay, I did this thing and look what happened. Um, Spirit was really clear, like, uh, uh-uh. uh, you have to show the the path that I took, like the going through the mud and the muck and the ick and the, uh, the raw tender places, the emotional content, the, 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 frankly, the deep ick of the muck to, um, to show it as a path, as a way through and out, because we all have our own versions of that. And the, um, each, each person has their own unique path. So what I'm offering is my particular story as one that has likely some themes that people will resonate with. There's certainly things in my journey, um, times when I felt like I couldn't dance and I was like stuck and bound and like I, I wouldn't I would refuse to dance or move. I just sat kind of at the bar with the purses when we'd go out to clubs um, to sort of watch over the stuff as my friends would would have that sort of creative expression or exploration in their bodies. I didn't feel at all available to do that. And I refused. So I would sit stuck in my own sort of numb stewing presence. And there's more pieces to that. Like that's just an example of what I found as I, as I had experiences early on in childhood that, that caused a way that I shut down from feeling and a way that I really kept people out. And so that, that journey of like, what was it like in my childhood and what was it like as I moved through that are a part of the book. And then the, another piece um, is that, you know, as I moved through and made changes and acknowledged and like delighted in the fact that, um, that I could start to see the way my body actually changed as I listened, I, um, I went, oh my gosh, like the world needs to know about this. And so as an engineer in the corporate world, waking up to all of this experience, waking up in my own personal path of sacred sexuality and pleasure and, and going, I had no idea. Like I had no idea it could feel this good. I know I had no idea that I could feel so alive and vibrant and that I could open in my sexuality from a place that, you know, for decades I only knew orgasm in one way, really, really narrowly focused. Um, And that to find that there was a whole spectrum, a whole rainbow exploration of possibilities in the realm of orgasm and ejaculation and and physical and energetic bodies and the way we can access pleasure and bliss and ecstatic states that are part of what's just available to us as as energetic beings and as these things started to happen i was like nobody talks about this in my world anyway where i was in sort of white corporate heteronormative america and i was like I, I don't see anybody talking about this. So I felt called to step away and seek out teachers and guides and start to really learn more about what I was experiencing and then shape it so that I could bring it to, as an offering to other beings. So in the book, what we'll see is in addition to the story of that world, there's the pieces of like what I learned in it and the facets of the explorations that really resonated as true to support listening to the body as this path. So there's a whole, there's like sections on anatomy, energetic body anatomy, physical body anatomy, a whole new way of looking at anatomy and our nervous systems. Because when we think of sexuality, often 
in the mainstream view of sexuality. It's a very limited view and there's so much more. And as I learned about this, I'm sharing about it in the book and also trauma and the way trauma lands in the body and what is trauma? How do we define it? Uh, the way I define it is, is in general, like a very wide overarching sense of if something is still alive in our body, if we're still carrying it, it's still showing up, it's still present. That's a sense of trauma. It's, it's an old experience or, or something that's happened to us, whether that was physical or emotional or energetic, spiritual, could even be brought in from other lifetimes, depending on your belief structure around that. And it's still a story. It's still something hanging on the body. It's still alive. If it's still like present or showing up when you touch or are touched in a certain way or showing up in a certain constellation of bodies around you or with you or a certain smell or an experience or a visual will light up these places in the body. That to me is trauma. And what we can do is start to listen to the body as a key to unlock those. So we don't have to stay swirled in them. We don't have to stay in the place where the reptilian part of our brain is running the show and we aren't responding to what's actually true in the present moment. We're responding to something that happened maybe a long time ago and that the healing happens in the present. So this exploration of the way trauma, uh, resides in the body and tools for how to unwind and unpack that are a part of this book. So this is what I'll call sort of the, the, the little bit of a didactic side or teaching side, some of the science, some of the energetic and science geekery that I love because my brain is, hangs out in both places, like what I'll call like the spiritual, the spiritual and the scientific. And I bring both facets of that in. And then the third thing that's in this, that's in the quality of, of what I offer or in this book is tools and exercises and practices and actual like experiential embodied things to explore for you because it's not just about me. I'm offering a possibility or one way or something to see as an example. But what the invitation really in is with this book is like, what's it like for you to tap into your sacred sexuality? your sexual sovereignty, your pleasure, your choice, and that your body is your path of that truth, not my body, not anyone else's body, not what somebody else says, but like your resonant connection with your source and your truth. So this is a journey of doing that, and what I offer in it are actual exercises. So this book also in a third way is like a self-help book or a workbook because there's literally practical exercises and I'm going to have them also um, like distinguished in an appendix so that like you can read the book, go through it, start to feel it, notice where you feel triggered or uncomfortable because that will show up. And then um, it may, and then, you know, go back and actually have these things in a, in a chunk where you can go explore them separately um, so you can either do them in the course of the book, like as you go, meet these things as you explore, and or go and later work with them individually. And um, I like that idea of having both, both available. So that's a bit of, of an exploration of what the, the content of this book that I've been talking about for so long is. This is how it's shaping. And what I'm in right now is like clarifying, like, how do you work with this book? And so just having written the, the exploration of how, how do you do that? What is it? How do I offer? How do I recommend you go through and read this book? Cause it's not one of those, like, you're not gonna be able to sit down and do the easy, quick novel read. You know, that's what I'm finding. It's, it's, it's a journey of like, wow, there's profound, there's a profound path here of really listening to the body. And that means that the very journey of the book of reading it is part of the journey of just in the way it was for me as I was writing it. As I was writing the book, I was unpacking the stories. And as I unpacked the stories, the capacity to write the book and to bring it forward, you know, really opened. And it's kind of the same way as you dip into reading it. Where is it? Where are, what shows up for you in your journey? What places light up for your experience? 
And how do you create and resource and hold that safe space for yourself to let those things unwind? And then to feel and experience the pleasure and the ecstasy of being really alive and being really connected with your soul purpose, with what you're here to do. So this is the nature of sacred sexuality, listening to your body. And in addition to this book, that process of being readied for publication, I'm also offering a monthly series where we're dipping into some of those tools each month as an guided, embodied, experiential practice through the course of 2020. I'll talk a little bit more about that as we come in the next section, as well as um, some stories, perhaps, from others who have dipped into this work. So let's take a short break, and we'll be back. You are listening live to Body, Mind, Spirit Radio. Today is Tuesday, February 18th, 2020, and you are listening to Sacred Sexuality with Leslie Blackburn. If you would like to talk with Leslie live on the air, give us a call at 646 646- 378-0378. That number again is 646-378-0378. And now back to your host, Leslie Blackburn. Yay. Thank you, my love. I... Uh, as we now embark in the second part of our program today, I want to take a moment before we circle back to these monthly circles. Let's take a moment and like, I want to honor um, some of the beings that have come to see me in this work and um, many, many folks, hundreds over the course of years have embarked on the journey of sacred sexuality in, in the realm of working with me. And um, I'm really super grateful to have been a support to be someone to listen. You know, it ranges. Sometimes it's just deeply listening to something that hasn't felt safe to come forward ever before. And just have that freedom of like, oh, I can be seen and held and loved and compassionately acknowledged for something that I felt so ashamed about or that I felt so unable to express. And to watch how as we work together, the um, the empowerment of these folks being able to actually reclaim places in themselves that they've been so ashamed of or afraid of or shy about or um, scared of. And to really claim and love those places back into wholeness, back into an integrated self that says, yes, I got this and I can bring forward my deepest self, my authentic purpose. Like your gift on this planet is to be you. No one else can be you. We don't want you trying to be someone else. Be who you are. And the more you align with the truly acknowledging your intent, your purpose, and what you're here to do, the more joy and pleasure and space there is to offer that. It's when we're feeling derailed from our purpose or, or um, swimming around in something that really isn't ours to work with that, the, that our vital energy gets tied up and held back or, or you know, sort of spent into other things that aren't aligned towards what you're really here to do. And that's, that's just a distraction. <laughs> that's like... Why spend time there? <laughs> now, that said, I'm not trying to beat up anyone, for, including myself, for when we notice that we don't feel super aligned or we don't feel super clear. Like, that happens. That's a part of it. I, I'm talking about, like, the overall arc of intention and the overall exploration of, like, kind of attitude and, and presence with, like, yeah, I am really here to do my work in the world. What is it? And being open and curious and and exploring it, that's to me the nature of what the sacred sexual path has helped support me with. Like, can I feel really good about feeling good? And through that, 
be who I am so that I can be the best offering that I can be. I mean, I can only do that to the extent that's true for me. And that's what I invite for each of us. So as I've seen, I've worked with, like I said, hundreds, um, thousands of folks, hundreds, hundreds and hundreds in sessions. And what um, I want to share an example of, which has actually um, a weaving from, from many folks, and um, there's a, a person who came to me many years ago, like seven or eight years ago, and we started to work together. And um, this person is a man who comes from a very conservative cultural and religious background. And he came at first seeking to, quote, get control over anxiety and improve my performance. And this is super common. I work with men a lot who feel that theme. I'm, I feel anxious. I feel uncomfortable. You know, maybe it's like, oh, I feel, um, I feel really clear in a lot of facets of my life. Like I'm off doing the work, my work in the world and, you know, I'm a great dad or I'm a great uh, business owner. Um, but like when it comes to sexuality, they feel rocked off center and they suddenly feel 15 or 18 again. And um, so there's anxiety that comes in. There's performance issues that come in. And in this person's case, there was he was also experiencing premature ejaculation, which is what I call ejaculating faster than you want to. Um, and can be totally shifted. Like that's one of the things in this work that is, you know, if we use the phrase success rate, which I don't really like using, but I, I often, the way I operate is I'll ask folks, what's your intention? What would you like to see shift in your world? How do you view yourself? You know, if everything goes the way you're seeking, like what is it that you see about yourself in the future that, you know, how do you describe you? And that's then, that's what guides us. So, um, he was experiencing premature ejaculation in his words. And we threw some work together in, in those years past, made a huge change in that. And he left feeling relaxed yet aware and alive. He made huge changes in his, um, you know, not like out in, in his world, in his day-to-day life. And he felt really clear about that and really grateful about that. And so he comes back some years later and remembering how much our work together had supported him, he was then having some difficulty with, with arousal, his words, with arousal and having an erection and or sustaining one. And um, so we started to work with that. And, what, and, and he, made, again, made huge shifts as he was being seen and acknowledged for who he is. And as that he sunk into the work once again, he made comments around like, how much he had loved our work together and how he was, had helped him to be comfortable about himself as a person and be confident. And like, what a gift to feel comfortable about who you are and to be confident and be confident in those deeper places in your life, not just the ones that are on the surface or out at work or out at school, but confident when you're in your personal connections and intimacy and relationships and so he sees these changes again, big changes. And then over time, we, we, we work a little bit again together. And then each time I'm seeing him, I'm noticing he's standing a little taller. He's got a little bit of more of a smile on his face. And then we work together and there's this thing that opens up that I believe all of this time like, supported part of what we're doing is supporting a resource, a place to feel safe, um, a container. And this is, this is work that I expand on as we work together in private sessions or in any group class that I offer. What's it like to create that container? So as we do that and his, he becomes more resourced, there's something that finally emerges. And I think my sense is it's been there a long time and it's just for the first time feels safe to be revealed. And I call these things, they're often fruit flies. Um, fruit flies are these, these qualities, these memories, these thoughts, these experiences that swirl around in our mental body and we're like swatting at them like, I don't want to deal with you right now. I know that that happened or, yeah, I know that that's a thing, but I don't want to talk about it. And we'll just sort of swat at them and try to make them go away. And we think they're just a part of the general chatter of our mind stuff 
when often we don't have a practice that lets ourselves slow down to notice we can create space in our mind. So as we create space, as these things float in, they're really important to be heard. In this particular case, he finally in the container, the sacred container we had created, he feels safe to share something. And this huge reveal happens. And he shares that what is alive for him is this curiosity around cross-dressing. And we go, we start to just embark. And I see him light up in the experience of like, oh, you mean that's not bad? Oh, it's okay that, that I can want that? And me reaffirming and supporting and saying absolutely yes, like, be your expressive creative self, whatever that looks like. As long as we aren't hurting ourselves or anyone or anything, there's no harm in feeling whatever our self wants to express and expressing it. And in fact, not only no harm, I invite, it's crucial. These are the keys that when we are meeting what is true for us and what is important to be expressed, it's our body's way of clarifying and making space in there so that we can tap into our soul purpose to be who we are on this planet. So by the end of the most recent journey with this person, I see him smiling. He's literally glowing, standing taller. There's a brilliance like in his, in his smile and his teeth and his eyes. And he's, he's just feeling a sense of vibrant and authentic and alive. And he's, letting me know later things that he's exploring on his own that are supporting this and how he's really creating this in his world. And I'm just deeply honored and look forward to continuing in whatever way emerges with this person and with others who have been on similar paths. This is not a unique story. I can talk, I could share about several, many in my world. And I know there are many more. And it's just one example of the style of thing of something that might come in. This is just one particular thing that was authentic for one particular human. What I invite is we're all tapping into what is it that's there for us in whatever way that looks, not what is it for someone else. Deep gratitude and honor for being able to be a safe support and someone to really acknowledge and honor and, and, and support the space for these seeds of authenticity to shine. That fills my heart. When people can really feel more them. I don't want you to feel more like me. I don't want you to learn to do the things I do, you know, as I'm teaching teachers. That's the other thing. I do a teacher training or a leadership program. The core of my leadership program isn't, oh, come learn what I do. It's, hey, come and be supported to learn really deeply what you're meant to do, to have your voice in how you're supporting others' sexual empowerment, to have the tools that can support you to create your work in the world. That's the, the essence, to me, of, of my work, is supporting myself and others to be authentically who you are, trust feeling good about feeling good, claim your sexual sovereignty, and for those feeling called to bring it out into the world, to actually then support the empowerment of other sexual empowerment and sovereignty. That's huge. And again, deeply honored, grateful. So back to the final piece that I want to share around our monthly circles. So in Sacred Sexuality, listening to your body in the book and in our circles, we host we actually host two circles. Like one of them is our temple gathering, and those are here in person in Ann Arbor, Michigan, and a really great place to come and discuss sexuality and consciousness and be held in community and feel safe to express who you are. That's one facet. <clears throat> in addition to those, what I realized what was um, there was a gap, there was a missing piece um, where I work really deeply pr with, privately with folks, and I encourage reaching out about those sessions as well, but that um, the group classes that I had been teaching had been paused for a bit as the book is, is in process. So I was like, well, how can, we, how can I offer a way to meet some of these embodied practices, the experiential work, not just the discussion work, which is also really valuable and important, but the embodied practical experience of listening to your body and bringing some of the tools that are in the book and in my work as an offering together. And 
to have it be such that you don't have to travel in. So wherever you are on, online um, or wherever you are on the planet, as long as you can access the Internet and, and um, join, you can either join us live. They're fourth Thursdays at 7 p.m. Eastern. And they're monthly circles of what I call sacred body circles. Really, what's it like to listen to your body as a path of sacred sexuality? And in this journey, um, it to me has to do with what I was just saying around our vital work in the world, our sole purpose. So we've, we've had, there's a huge shift happening. There's a huge, <clears throat> excuse me, a huge um, astrological shift that happened in January where the basically kind of hitting the core structures, like the big system structures of the way we work on the planet can't continue to operate like they are. We're just not, we have to, we have to have a new paradigm, which, you know, many of us have known that for a long time. Um, it's not really new news, but this, there was a really big conjunct that just happened that is now making it like impossible to deny. And we're seeing it. We're seeing it in the U S we're so, totally seeing how there's gotta be a new structure of how we operate or we're just not going to make it, but we are going to make it. And I believe our path to making it and our role in this transformation is to do our best to unpack those layers of old stories in our bodies and open to the vital energy that is our very sole purpose on this planet. So that as we connect with and align with our sole purpose, we have more energy for the things that are important for ourselves and those we serve. And as we free up that vital energy and align, and align to your purpose, this is the greatest gift you can give yourself, your loved ones, and the others you serve on this planet in your way. Like I said, you're the only one that can be you. Be you as clearly and as powerfully as you can be. So in my personal 20-year inquiry into my body and alignment with soul path, I'm now inviting you into that with me. And so this is kind of a way to dip into something that is a part of me and come join me because for the first time ever, I'm offering this as a live monthly experience from our new space here in nature. And when the timing of the day and the sun supports it and the weather supports it, I will likely be sharing these live from outside in nature right now. The, the sun, the sun cadence is it's too dark. I can't film outside. So we're doing it inside in the temple. But you're joining from online wherever you are. And then if you miss the actual live experience, that's okay because you'll have access to the recording. So I invite you really to join me and a community of people like you that are ready to feel more joy and pleasure in your life, to feel aligned in your soul purpose, and to take action to support creating this new paradigm that we wish to be in together. This is the nature of how our sacred sexuality is our activism. This is our path of like doing what we need to do in the world. So join me, join me. And it's super accessible. It's only $15 a month. As soon as you sign up, you'll get access to this past recording. So we just did the first one in January. You'll have instant access to see that one. And then you'll get the info for our next one in February, which is February 27th, next Thursday. So join us, tap into, look at the website, which, oh, by the way, is changing soon, and um, sign up. And you can sign up at my Patreon. So if you go to patreon.com slash Leslie Blackburn, look for the $15 a month tier and join in. That's how you'll have access to these through the year, through 2020. And heck, if it's not for you, you can cancel any time. So join us. Join us, join us. All right. And as we now settle in, I'm going to take another little short break and we'll be back to explore listening to the body. Thank you for joining us today. You are listening live Sacred Sexuality with Leslie Blackburn. Leslie Blackburn has a detailed website where you can find radio podcasts, video casts, or free resources, along with information on classes and workshops at leslieblackburn.com. 
Leslie offers private sessions and has helped many hundreds of individuals and couples over years on their path of sacred sexuality. Sessions are available in person in our brand new temple space in Ann Arbor, Michigan, and private sessions are also available by Zoom, Skype, or phone from anywhere on the planet. See details on the website under Classes and Coaching. Also, our monthly temple gatherings are now in our new temple space in Ann Arbor. Details at the website. The next one is Sunday, February 23rd. Simply send an email to RSVP for the location instructions. There are also options for home study practices. Sacred sexuality classes on four new topics are now available by video. You can purchase access to these at the website. And the Tantric Energy Touch Workshop is available as an audio CD. Order online at the website. The best way to get announcements about upcoming events, as well as inspirational stories, videos, and radio show archives, subscribe to newsletter by clicking on the link on the website, lesleyblackburn.com. Reminder that Leslie is also available for speaking engagements. More information at the website. And if you like what you heard today and want more, there's a whole new way to support Leslie in bringing these sacred sexuality teachings into the world and get amazing rewards for it, including sneak peeks of her new book, which is currently underway. Become a patron at patreon.com slash Leslie Blackburn. And as she mentioned, Leslie is offering an accessible new way to embark on this work online in 2020 at a very low cost, announcing sacred, uh, sacred body circles. Join in monthly online via Zoom, where we will explore sacred sexuality, listening to your body. Meet this work together as a community and deeply listen to our bodies. Access your personal guidance and align with your soul purpose. You will receive guided experiential practices of connecting with your body, ways to let go of old stories and open to your own vital force, and much more. Join the $15 per month tier at Leslie's Patreon page. Sign up now. The first one is Thursday, February 27th. And the address again to sign up is patreon.com. And now back to your host, Leslie Blackburn. Hmm. Thank you. And now I invite us to settle in and notice the body once again. And to just really, I invite, take this practice with you. Slow down at least twice a day. Feel what you're noticing as you breathe. Ah, notice some sounds. Make mm, breaths. Listen to what your body has to say. Feel your connection with the earth. Make that connection physical. Get your body out on the planet. Be in contact with. As well as energetic and feel that you always have access to ground. And from that ground, from that source of safety to ah, exhale, expand and open and feel what it's like to be fully inhabited in your body. Notice if there's places that have conversations with you and listen to them. And reach out, like invest when it's when you feel like you need support. Who are you feeling drawn to to working with? Trust yourself and reach out to invest in that support. And whether that's me or other beautiful beings on this path of sacred sexuality, or folks that I reach out to, um, for example, may or may not overtly even be in the realm of sacred sexuality. I work with a voice doula. I work with body workers. I work with Thai massage. I work with cranial sacral therapy, biodynamic cranial sacral therapy, receiving it as well as giving it. What ways my body wants support and my path of clarity wants support? And I listen, like, what do I need? And I also have support from friends and co-creation and community and dance, movement, sound, meditation, yoga, Qigong. You tap into what your is resonant for you. Give yourself the opportunity and the priority to prioritize it. 
I'm speaking from experience on that one. When I was in the corporate world making considerably more than I make in my world now, I wouldn't have paid to do a $100 massage because I felt it was too much of an extravagance. It's not. And now that I make a tiny fraction of that six-figure salary, like, it's not a bad thing. In fact, it's crucial to invest. So my percentages of how I invest, how I invest in food for my body, how I invest in body work and care and um, teaching and learning for me, like my training path and how I support my body and learn more, the percentages that I apply towards those things are way higher than I did in the past. And I feel really good about it. It's important to pay forward and to get the support you need. And also to contribute to folks that you feel called to tithe to, to like support the work of others, to listen and hold space for folks that are in marginalized community, transgender, black, indigenous, people of color. So pay forward, pay through the hard working, you know, as you work to receive the money that you have, receive it with gratitude and offer it forward to support you, to support others with gratitude. Let it move through you. So with a deep breath of that gratitude, allow yourself to widen once again in your awareness, feel out to the edges of your body, and be here now. Your body is sacred. Explore what that means for you. And I wish you ease on your path of sacred sexuality, listening to your body. Thank you for joining us today for Sacred Sexuality with Leslie Blackburn. If you'd like to contact Leslie, please visit her website, leslieblackburn.com. Leslie is also available for private sessions, and you can find out more information at the website. Thanks, everyone, for joining. Have a good day. Join us again next time for continued support on your path of self-realization. The power is within you to heal your body, connect deeply with others, manifest your heart's desires, and experience your deepest bliss. By our healing, we impact others, inspiring love for humanity and the planet. Thank you for joining us for Sacred Sexuality with Leslie Blackburn. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.